1: Oh, yeah. We are refreshed and ready to take on a new week of radio programming.
2: <laughs> wow, sexy. On the Lori and sexy. Julia Show. I know. How
1: do you like this radio programming?
2: <laughs> oh, stop it. <laughs> do you enjoy?
3: You, you sound your ears. like my dad. I know. Well, Juliana, um... how was your program today? <laughs> Did you have a good program? Well,
1: like, yeah. in case you're wondering who that other voice is, this is our obligatory...
0: Which? Uh, it's uh, Let's do the program. Let's do it, the program. In your
2: ears, from our mouths. There we go. There we go. Hey, gang.
3: Hi. Hey. Happy um, silly Monday. Real, real yeah, cold. when is this
1: when are we gonna have barbecue weather yeah. and stuff?
3: It's coming, they keep saying it's coming, but it did get nice out when the sun came out today right. earlier.
1: And on Mother's Day too, I remember it's we had I had my mom over and we sat outside and it was so cold, and then all of a sudden here comes the sun, and then it was like, wow.
3: The sun is here. magic. We yeah, lo- that sun,
1: it's warm. It's we so love, weird.
3: We love our sun. Okay, so as we left each other on Friday, yeah, we had a very funny conversation with people about um you know, Mother's Day misses yeah. and Mother's Day hits. And mm-hmm. we had a little rodent trend oh gosh, happening.
2: Yes. I know. So I
3: get a text over the weekend um, that the woman who, um's dad decided to tell the kids to let's get Mama a ferret yeah. for Mother's Day is a good friend of hers. <gasps> and she's, she was so excited she got to call in and tell us about her ferret. And so I'm wondering if anyone got a rodent over the weekend. Um,
2: <laughs> I know it. I, my, I know I didn't. I'm glad you didn't. My mom is uh, is uh, obsessed with your guys' show, and she'll happen to listen if I'm on as well. But she said she said I would kill you. I would absolutely I, kill you. I
3: laughed so hard when my friend said, "This is my really good friend's whose dad bought the ferret," and I just thought that is the funniest. Well, I'll just get out of way my weekend claim to flame Yeah. Claim. what did you get my weekend claim to flame you
1: did some ar- some mild arson
3: slash <laughs> yeah, right. slash miss okay so um, I decided I was going to take control and I've got two boys in their mid 20s and I'm thinking how do I capture them so they yeah. have to stay with mom and I thought we absolutely love I love watching baseball so I thought alright I'll take the kids to a St. Saint Paul Saints game because we love that stadium and everything so great so a week ago, I buy tickets to go see the St. Saint Paul Saints. Two o'clock game. It's going to be fifty five, sixty bottom on the third baseline. So we'll oh. be in the sun. Everything's set to go. So excited. They're captured. You know, they have to be with me over yeah, yeah. an hour. You love that. And so um, Saturday night, I get a message from the littler one, the younger one. Um, Mom, the Saints don't play in St. <gasps> Paul tomorrow. No. And I'm like, what? What? And then I'm like, oh, no. And so I just go dig out the tickets that I haven't even looked at. Uh, lo and behold, I bought tickets to May Sunday, May 23rd at 2 o'clock start when Lori and I are in Las Vegas. <gasps> and I thought, this is so classic, Julia. <laughs> because you guys might not remember, but maybe some of our listeners do, about when I bought tickets to Garth Brooks. Mm. Very expensive ones. Yes. For a show that was a month before Lori and I were going, when I missed Celine Dion, because I was sick in Vegas. I missed... Tickets are not my thing. And then last week, you know, I bought the rubber mulch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The tire playground mulch instead of mulch. And I thought, hmm, this is an interesting trip. but I couldn't stop laughing. I thought it was very funny. Very expensive funny. So now, since we're going, they have to take Lori's husband. You know, their Uncle Casey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's all set. They're going. And it worked out. We played pickleball, which was very fun. But it was... I was like, really? Did I do it again? So you were your own fail. Oh, beyond. But it worked out to be great. Because yeah. we got to spend time with my brother, and they dig him, and yeah. we had a super fun, but it was it was a great, it actually was a great day, but I was um, just like, oh. That's such a terrible feeling.
2: I've done that so do many times. Do you do time. that too with oh, tickets? Just I just like those little details. Like the and date? You, and you feel like. <laughs> The <laughs> date, the year. The number. I thought you were going to say, yeah, you bought an away game, because oh, I've no, done that. Oh, I would that. do that. I could see it. I've done that. Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> it's like, the way should be written bigger, okay? Well, I was just dumb on my part.
3: But what about you guys? Rocco, did you have a weekend claim to fame? I
1: sort of did, and I just sent you and Brittany a bunch of pictures Uh-oh. for a little show and tell. <gasps> we went from, like, zero to 100 on buying a dog last week. We, uh, oh! We went from, hey, look at these cute Facebook pictures on Thursday to Ooh. driving uh, you know, an hour and a half to a farm on Saturday to pick up a tiny little Bernie Doodle.
2: What's a Bernie
1: doodle? It's like a Bernese mountain dog meets okay. miniature poodle. Okay,
2: it's this... insane. It looks like a stuffed animal. <laughs> it is. Okay. It's not real. Okay, He's this joking. is like my
3: little Henry, my
2: sister's little
3: Labradoodle Tina miniature thing she got.
1: It's pretty darn
3: cute. Oh my gosh. And look at Bruno.
1: Oh, yeah. Could he be
3: happier? He Uh, loves him. He's a little... And this is kind of
1: why we went to... Uh we picked this dog because we tried a rescue dog a couple years ago and it was just too much for him. Right? He couldn't handle the biting and the was the scratching and running yeah. his food and everything. So we're like, let's get a tiny little calm dog. And that's what we did. So he we're learning, but he's loving it so far, yeah. Oh,
2: oh my gosh, Rocco. And its name. You gotta tell us the name. <laughs> okay, well, so we are you know Rocco, we have Bruno. Yeah,
1: well Bruno and I are fans of Marx Brothers, and so and we Spanky. like Chico, we like Chico Marks a lot. So we went with Chico, but his full name is Chicolini Fonzarelli Bonello. Of
2: course it is. Because <laughs> Fonzie,
1: Fonzie was the second choice for the name because we've also been kind of in the happy days lately. Yeah. So it's Chico, G- it's basically Chico Fonzie, but Chico uh, Chicolini, which is a Marx Brothers character, Chicolini Fonzarelli Bonello.
3: Oh my gosh, Rocco, congratulations! Yeah. Yay! It's great I Thank met you. little, I met, um, don't tell me the name because it's not Bruce. It's it's, it's Bruce Burt Reynolds. I met Burt today. A little puppy that <laughs> um, it, Brittany calls me. OK, I've got a dog. I don't know. I know you like dogs. Meet me in the parking lot and you can meet him. So I go out and meet this little cut, cute little shepherd dog. Yeah, darling.
2: I, I was watching Burt over the weekend and because uh, my brother was out of town and we were going to make the exchange in the parking lot. He works over here. And I was like, Julia, come outside. And she's like, I'm busy. I'm so busy. I go, just come outside for two seconds, you jerk. Get out here. You jerk. And so um, we all had, like, I feel like a really good weekend. I got to hold a puppy that I pretended was mine. Oh, and also I played cricket with our neighbors yesterday.
3: Okay, now talk to me about cricket versus,
2: it's a long stick, it's a bat that's flat. It's a bat that's flat, that's pretty much all I retained, in the sense that it, it can't hit, you know the poles behind it? If it hits that, you're out when you're batting, so you don't want it to pass you.
3: Okay, so is, is it like croquet, but they throw the ball at you? Nope. Okay. It's like baseball. <laughs> I, like, I like that description. It's croquet, but they throw the hard balls at you, and you can't
2: hit the stick behind. I you. mean, I think we could create that game if okay, we had good insurance. So was it fun? It was really fun. We just had so much. Fun. I, my neighbors have all the things that are just like, "Hey, do you want to play? Come over and play cricket with us." And I was like, "Yeah," because my mom's out of town. You know, she's in Florida, sure. and so it was just like one of those fun things between that and holding Bert like a baby all weekend. Oh wow. But I don't know. I think Rocco might win this weekend. This <laughs> it's, dog is pretty crazy. This dog is that dog so is so cute. cute. You got to post this dog somewhere. You do, Rocco. It is.
1: Pre- I know he's like. And
2: it's called Chico. Chico, yeah. Oh, I like how you say it, <laughs> Chico. It's like Chico, Chico, <laughs> Chico. my little Chico-
3: Chicolini, baby Chico, Lini, come here. That's so cute. Um, you know, happy. I hope everyone had a great day yesterday because we did have great weather. Mm-hmm. All you walkers that walked the race through the Cure, congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. My ring went around twice yesterday. <gasps> so I exceeded and that's my Apple Ring. Yeah. I exceeded it cuz I did try to do the walk. And I wore my fanny pack everywhere around the house this weekend.
2: I'm a little jealous.
3: The J fanny pack is the hit. Yeah. And we're hoping to sell it. We'll be selling it at the okay. Fair. okay. But I um I had to put it on and model it for my children and they're like, "Mom, what are you doing?" No,
2: they were like, "Yeah, that's pretty mm, fly." Yeah.
3: Actually, they did think it was kind of cool, but I did see this cute post. Um, you know, one of our other boyfriends, Ryan Reynolds, the mm-hmm. actor, yeah, he posted yesterday um, on Instagram. You know about Mother's Day and how much he loves Blake Lively and blah 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 blah. I can see the eyes of our you and the children, every laugh, every blink, every thought. Blah, blah. The tender and good it takes to be a mother in twenty twenty one is a pure act of strength and hero hero. Her, Hero, heroism or heroism? How do you say heroism? It? Heroism. Never could have predicted anonymous airport bathroom sex would lead to this or how you'd <laughs> hire dog, the bounty hunter to find me. Either way. I'm lucky to reflect a little of the sun light. You shine in all of us. Happy Mother's Day, my love. He's funny. Yeah, he's, funny. I love his humor. I know they're funny. This couple is cute. And then we saw some pictures of them with their kids and I'm,
2: their faces weren't blurred out, blurred out. Yeah. Darling. I'm terrified though. Why? Because anytime we see a couple we like and love and oh, whatever, no. the like, gates. I I don't want to like them too much because I don't. I'm so scared they're going to break up if well, I do. You can't live your life like that. I have to. You can't live Guarded. Your life. I'm guarded. You you, who am I kidding? I love them. <laughs> when we come back, like an old
3: boyfriend <gasps> popped up from the past and we must discuss. This mm-hmm. is Lori and Julia on My Talk 1071. Happy Monday. Thanks for hanging out with us. This is Lori and Julia. Lori will be back tomorrow. In the meantime, Brittany is sitting in and we have Rocco here. Okay, so this is a long distance dedication from um, a young man or a a man that we work with here (laughs) named Declan. Yes. And his darling sister, Caitlin Lang, Mm -hmm. L-A-N-G, apparently is the mother of the year. (gasps) And so he just wants to tell her how much he loves her. And uh, happy post-Mother's Day. And thanks for listening to Lori and Julia. Okay. So, Caitlin, that's your shout-out. And thank you. Your brother's darling. Yeah, you met my brother. And he is not that nice. Your brother is darling, too. Do we have to say hi to him? What was his name again? No. Jordan, grow up. Be nicer to me. Be like Declan. He's nicer. Your brother was darling. We met him when we did the dog exchange.
2: All right, worthless.
3: Moving on to an old boyfriend of mine, Andrew McCarthy. Mm-hmm. Now, people didn't know we dated back when he was a member of the Brat Pack. Mm-hmm. He um, he forgot to, apparently. I think so. But he has a book out that comes out actually tomorrow, and it's called Brat, an 80s story. And he was a member of the original Brat Pack, which was coined by New York New Yorker magazine in the eighties. It included Mare Witherham, Rob Lowe. Um, uh, uh, come on. Melio Estevez. Melio Estevez. Ringwald,
1: Judd Nelson. Demi
3: Moore. Yeah. Yeah. Basically the cast of. St. Almost Fire. Fire. Yes. And Ali Breakfast Sheedy and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. So um, he has, he, his trajectory was like instant, instant fame. And then he tried hard to get away from it, but he was profiled on CBS this morning, yesterday, and then this morning he was on Good Morning America. So here he is talking about um, why write about the backpack
0: now. You said that you almost wrote this book, almost wrote this book a few times over the years. So why now? Why now is the right time? Why now? Well, you know, I thought I should probably write it down why I could still remember most of it. But, uh, you know, I think it took me a long time to come to terms with all that that happened in my youth. You know, those were a couple, three, four, five, six years that just sort of altered my life completely. And um, the whole Brat Pack thing was so intense at the time. And I think it took me a good while to kind of come to terms with it and what it really was about, you know, and look under that rock, I kind of ran from my youth very quickly and it's affected everything that's come after it. And yet I'd never looked at it. So uh and I think I finally came to terms with what I think the Brad Pack means to me, which is sort of this iconic affectionate term for a period of time in our youth that a generation sort of uses me as their avatar for their youth, you know. And uh it took me a while to come to terms with that I think.
3: See, what a great way when you, gosh, wisdom and age are so lovely because I'm sure he hated being a part of the Brack Pack and being called it because you can just, because he he rose to fame so quickly and yeah. was so popular and was such a shy kid. Yeah. And then to be called part of a Brack Pack, which wasn't a positive thing. No, no, no. Um what a great way to look at that I'm an avatar of this great period in people's adolescence. I mean, I just loved how he framed that up. And I thought, oh, boyfriend, you really you didn't need me.
2: Ex-boyfriend. <laughs> Ex-boyfriend, you didn't need me. Yeah, I think. Yeah, it, it's something like that. Initially, you want you want to reject it. Right. You find yourself going. Oh, blah, blah. But I find enough space from it. You kind of realize also. Like, that's a huge, awesome thing in its own way.
3: Huge. And he, and he showed this picture. They showed this picture of Paramount Studios, like 75th. It couldn't have been. Maybe, maybe it was their...
4: I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out.
1: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind
4: all of this is Chris Jenner,
1: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so
4: the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
3: 50th anniversary and they had all of the Paramount stars on the set in front of the Paramount gate, you know, on a tiered like um, stadium seats or platform standing up. And right in the middle, in a bright red sweater, is Tom Cruise. We don't have this audio, right, Rocco? Nothing about that, Okay, As is wearing a bright red sweater right in the middle. And he said, Gregory Peck is there. Um, Jimmy Stewart is there. Olivia de Havilland is there. And I'm way over on the edge, and my agent is like, come on, is there anyone you want to meet? And he's like, I shouldn't be here. <laughs> and yet, he goes, and there's Tom, right in the middle, like he fits right in, Where <laughs> and he's the boldest, brightest color there. And he said, that's Tom Cruise, because they worked together on with some meetings. And so here he's talking about how he just was out one night with Rob Lowe and his then-girlfriend, Melissa Gilbert, and what happened.
0: I'll bet that's a lot to come to terms with. Tell us about the time the Brat Pack met the Rat Pack. <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, I was working on <laughs> St. Elmo's Fire, and uh, Rob Lowe invited me out to dinner with him and his girlfriend. I showed up at the restaurant, and then my dinner partner next to me was someone named Liza. And I'm like, oh, Ooh, hi, Liza. Uh, and Good then day. after dinner, Liza said, why don't we all go out to Sammy's? And I thought Sammy's was some nightclub or something. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, definitely. Let's go to Sammy's. And we drove up into the Beverly Hills. And... We enter some house and I'm like, This is not a nightclub. What what is this? The door opened and then there's Sammy Davis Jr. going cats come on in oh my god wow. and so sammy was having a party and he said you listen i'm just screening a flick you guys go on up to the billiard room we'll be down in a few minutes and join the party and i'm like Ooh. okay sammy and so it was fantastic i mean that was still when old hollywood still kind of existed just a little bit and was welcoming us into the club as it were and uh, that was a crazy night
3: isn't that, can you imagine, and all of know. a sudden, Liza, they were at Spargo's, and all of a sudden, Liza Minnelli sits next to you. Hello, serve me a shell and give me a shiver. <laughs> I mean, I would just die. I mean, there's- I would just die. And you know what ruined all these meetings and these little things? Hmm. Cell phones, cameras.
2: Oh, I know.
3: They ruined, like... The ability to be impromptu and spontaneous if you're a well-known person.
2: I think even if you're not. Like, if you and I were listening to music outside and all of a sudden we want to dance and now all of a sudden we are crazy people dancing in public. (laughs) we would be filmed. You'd be sent to the police. I know. First. Especially because we'd probably think, we'd probably start removing clothes. Right. Yeah. Well, that's
3: your thing. That's usually. my thing. I'll remove my shoes and my hat <laughs> Thank you and my gloves.
2: for being with me. <laughs> um, yeah, you're right. Cell phones, I think they have ruined a lot of that aspect. Oh, things. I think it's just a drag. But it, it it's good
3: and bad. It's you good know? and bad, right?
2: Because we get to share moments.
3: Right? Like instantaneously, but then uh, it's not. Okay, so here's his well, last... We don't have time. Gonna,
1: the we'll get, gonna get gonna to it later.
3: 30, but so one of the things he said is... They changed the ending for Pretty in Pink, mm-hmm. and he was starring in a play in, in New York on Broadway, and he had to shave his head for the play, but he had to go back for the different ending where he's gonna end up with Molly Ringwald. She was ended up with someone else, and it didn't test well. Yeah, So he's wearing a toupee in
2: oh, that funny. final scene. So if
3: you watch Pretty in Pink again at the very last scene, that was cut after they wrapped. Mm. He's got a toupee on, and he said, all I could think about is the hair on my head not moving.
2: Oh, funny. He's really
3: delightful. I'm did gonna... you know
1: he directs uh, Orange is the New Black? Yes. I mean, that's a big deal. Yes, that and also,
3: um, what's He's the other He's done some other stuff. He aged well. He did. He
1: directed some Gossip Girl. Yep. And, um, he
3: the does blacklist. the Blacklist. Yeah. Blacklist with, you know who? Spader. 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 Another
1: he, 80s I uh, know it. flashback.
3: All right, we'll be right back, and we are going to be delighted to get into a Britney Deep Dive. <gasps> Lord knows where we're diving to. We'll be back.
4: Time for Lori and Julia to
2: Dive. Be afraid. Come down to where the oxygen is few and far between on my level. (laughs) So, of course, I saw something about uh, a very, very minuscule food product and I went crazy. Food! We like food! I locked myself in my uh, office. Do you guys remember the Noid?
1: Yeah. you no. got to
2: avoid the it? Noid. The Noid is this little character that Domino's created. Oh, I do remember. Yeah. And it was, people had shirts and stickers. They avoid the Noid. Well, the Noid has been returning back to Domino's. And it, of course, had me asking, like, why? Well, they have these new self-driving cars. First vehicles. of all, just right there.
3: Where are these vehicles? Right. That's a great where question. Where are they driving? I think they're in New York City, so, and they, the self-driving vehicle drives inside a building from
2: office to office. There's no way these go out on the streets. Well, um, they are. I think they're test driving them in some cities. Yeah. I kind of did a thing where first. one is the, the the company is called Neuro, <clears> okay. Neuro, and they're these like they're not full vehicles. They're kind of like I saw them. Yeah, they're, they're like, like little golf carts. Perfect without bodies. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then you open up the side and you get your pizza. It's very fun. Well, I guess their marketing company was like, well, go cool. We'll bring back the Noid for this. I don't know why. I think self-driving cars enough is exciting, but whatever. So I asked me, Oh, uh, why, what is the Noid? Why is it coming back? Why did it leave? So of course I locked myself in the, my office with a bunch of snacks and i've With got domino's pizza <laughs> <laughs> i had them on speed diet because i wanted to really
3: get in the moment and immerse myself
2: in my research so the noid was created in 1986 by group 243 an advertisers or an advertising firm it was by, made by the same people that made you know the uh california raisins yes that same claymation thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it was that same claymation thing uh, the first commercial debuted in 1986, and it depicted the Noid attempting to prevent your pizza from showing up on time through a series of poorly conceived gigs. The idea is the Noid is a physical manifestation of the challenges inherited in getting a pizza delivered in 30 minutes. That is the Noid. Got it. That is the, that's the essence. That's the essence. So It is a hard thing to do that, to get the order, get it in the yeah. oven, get it in the car, get it delivered in 30... That's hard. It's hard. And so they said, we need a figurine that tells us what that feeling is. And it's the noise. And you've got to avoid the noise. I'm having <laughs> <laughs> The anxiety. <laughs> do you order Domino's, either of you?
1: You know, it's funny. Well, I don't know if it's funny. I tried to because I had a gift card... And the dominoes in my neighborhood burned down during, like, the um, the riots of oh, it did? Uh, oh. 2020. And so they haven't rebuilt it. They so,
3: haven't, all right. So, no. All right. It was either that or
2: the Noid. We're not sure. <laughs> they
3: use an excessive amount of pepperoni, which I always like. <laughs> Julia,
2: we can't sidetrack. I've got right, pages go. on all pages. Right, girl, I'm so- <laughs> okay, so it was a household catchphrase by 1989. Uh, it was a weird phenomenon on the scale of the 7-Up, cool spot. The Noid have, uh, appeared in a lot of things. Also in Michael Jackson's movie Moonwalker, that's weird. Yeah. Uh, so That was a big hit. Yeah, another failed media <laughs> And so attempt. in the 90s, as all things do, it became a video game, but it failed. And you ask yourself, why did the Noid fail? Why did the Yo-Noid game fail? Was it because it was impossible to beat? No. Was it because it had a flimsy pot, plot? It, it did have a flimsy plot, but no. It actually was destined to fail because of an event that went down January thirtieth, nineteen eighty nine. Where va- were you? I was. I was five at the time. Probably, Braider. probably avoiding the Noid. So. A very unwell man took two Domino's employees hostage because he felt the commercials were personally mocking him. Oh, stop! Really? Held them? Yes, hostage by gunpoint. Okay, geez. He identified as the Noid and demanded to be called the Noid while he communicated with police officers. He held the employees at gunpoint for hours. How did they escape? Julia asked. I don't know. How I did don't. They? Well, they used what they had: pizza. They made him an extravaganza pizza, which, according to the Washington Post, featured four kinds of meat, several vegetables, and extra mozzarella. So when he set the gun down to eat it, they snuck out. Is that seriously it? Yeah, that's
3: so it. So the guy's holding him at gunpoint, and then they make him a big pizza. Mm-hmm.
2: And, and he has to he set eat, it down to and eat it. And he has it. to set down the gun. Because they put so many toppings and things on it. Yeah. Wow. So I know. the pizza saved the day. The pizza saved <laughs> the day. And defeated the annoyed, self-proclaimed man.
3: And I've got this last... Some things you never think you want to know, but I'm, I'm glad I do know this. I know. Okay, so This I've, is
2: enriching. It's, you're welcome. So I've got this last quote from Kate Trumbull. She's Domino's vice president of advertising. He said in a statement... <coughs> The Noid is Domino's oldest and most famous villain. The pizza delivery testing we're doing with Neuro's autonomous vehicle is exactly the kind of technology innovation that could provoke the Noid to return. However, after 35 years of practice in avoiding the Noid, we're pretty confident we know how to defeat it. That's funny. So,
3: I have seen these like mini, they look like little, uh, excuse me, like mini U hauls. Yeah. That are tiny, that are white. And you're like, I guess my brain can't get around people not driving things still. Yeah. Um. So I don't know how they're going to deliver it. but um, I know. I would love. I think it's going to be like in really, I see this happening in really highly concentrated areas where there's a lot of people and no cars. Like Nicollet Avenue could have one of these things
2: drive down it. I mean. Where no
3: cars are allowed. Yeah. Just
2: buses or something like that. I would love to hear where this is going down, like what cities, but... Well,
3: usually people do more research. I got really obsessed. (laughs) I got really obsessed with one aspect only. You know how I
2: get. Because now I'm like, yeah, that actually is more interesting than everything I just said. Where is this going down? But no, you're going to walk away knowing the word. I have a new
3: word, bourgeois. Where did I read that? My son and I, yesterday, I said this should be our new word. Oh, it was in someone's Instagram post, bourgeois. And I thought, Wow. Does anyone have you guys seen that lately?
2: No, I just, thought, I just got yelled at at me. No,
3: but I meant
2: it in <laughs> a positive <laughs>
3: way. It means like great story and wow. <gasps> oh, good. I'm bourgeois.
1: Yeah, How would you spell it?
3: B U S H W A? Bourgeois.
1: Did you watch that? I don't even
3: uh, know where I saw it.
1: I know we're going to talk about Elon Musk on SNL in a little bit, but did I you see that second sketch in. where they, it was like millennial or yeah. a Gen Z a a hospital? hospital? Yeah. Did you watch that one? Yeah, didn't? I did. There was a lot of phrases that I think we need to
3: to uh, get our Britney arms teach around. Us. Yeah. Well, one of the things, and I really would love some phone calls. I mean, I thought, you know, that was such great stunt casting on SNL's part because their ratings were way up, the highest ever since. Like, yeah. Two people, which, but I don't even know who. And a lot of my friends' kids were watching it because they wanted to see. I've never heard him really speak. I know Elon Musk. So I thought that was
2: it. Was first of all, thank you, Brittany. That was fun. Side note: It's Houston. They're doing it in Houston. Okay. But no, I agree. And it was city um, So I agree. I agree. There was a lot of I had a lot of thoughts on Elon Musk, and I I went into it thinking he was going to fail, and I don't think he he I don't think he did. I don't but think I, he did. Either. I don't think he did either. But I do think. I hated the beginning. I know it, the the Happy
3: Mother's Day song. We're talking about Saturday Night Live when um, Miley, you know, Cyrus. Miley Cyrus is singing something like in Mirandum, memorandum, or what do you call it when. You know, in memorial? Morning. Yeah, or memor- memorandum.
1: Memorandum. The memo
3: about memorials. Yep, um, for
2: Memorial Day. <laughs>
1: right. Did you get the memo about the dead people? That's a memo.
2: <laughs> <laughs> with, the, with the musical notes oh, the, of death. The flatness. <laughs> rock on. Did you get the memo about the dead people? <laughs> like, that could be my ringtone. <laughs> Did you get the memo about the dead people? He- but seriously. And then she's singing and I'm like, My gosh. And the jokes were so bad. Oh, during and the that. mom's
3: reading the teleprompter, you're like, Oh, that's like what we would look like. That's why newscasters make it look so good. I know. They're so good at their job because when you watch someone literally reading a teleprompter, they look so horrible. It was terrible. It
1: was pretty bad, but in this, it, it wanted to be cute and it wanted to be...
3: Right? But they do moving. it every year. I think they want to be...
1: And in, the, and in the age of COVID, maybe this was the first time they could sort of, you know... Well, when you Hang think, with your Yeah.
2: Mom. But I'll tell you what, his intro, his monologue, I was actually laughing and I wanted him to succeed. And I went into it thinking, okay, this rich man, he can do whatever he wants. How annoying. Now he's on SNL. He can break through whatever. And then he really did it in a way where you're like... Do well. I really want you to do well. No, I know. You're kind of
3: cheering for him. Totally. You're kind of cheering for him because he yeah. has a disability.
2: Well, he, he starts off saying that he has um, Asperger's, and so it was one of those things where you just find yourself going, yeah, that, yeah. like That makes sense. That it, makes all, sense. it all yeah. fits. It and, all fits. And then he was kind of doing kind of goofy things. He was the one who actually, the all of the skits he did, he 100% Gave in, like he, he went committed. Into it. Yeah. Yes. He did. Like when he was walking like Wario and being silly. Yeah. I think what failed was the writing. I think they didn't utilize him in the right way. I think everything he did, he did well. And if you notice, they did a lot of recorded skits over live skits. And I think that's just pure, like, you know, you don't have a non actor coming in there and memorizing so much stuff. Oh.
3: Oh, look at you, Steven Spielberg sitting across from me, the layering of the re- pre-records over the live. Who knew? Did I remind you we have to avoid the
2: noise?
3: Oh, my gosh. The memo. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know the one the one that worked? First of all, and I didn't like Miley Cyrus songs, either of them, and I was really mm, bummed. I did, I did, I did. I All right, so you did. I didn't. But the one that I really got a kick out of was... People re-emerging into life and going to a party without a mask. I love that. I thought that was brilliant because people, A, don't have anything to talk about. B, don't have anything to talk about. Mm-hmm. C, haven't met face-to-face or seen faces. Yeah, awkward. What would have been funny is if they all had dental problems or something. Because no one's seen their teeth in a year, you know, it if was, there has been something else. But it w- that was funny. And Kate McKinnon funny.
2: is... She's a gem. I know. She's the funniest she, thing. She carries, I mean, she is in almost every skit, he especially is. when a, a show like that where they're using him as like a side character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she really shined. Um, yeah, there was a lot of funny things. And even his interactions um, at that fake party for COVID, right. the girl, and the, they show kind of what they're thinking in the head. And the girl's like, this is, I can't believe this is a conversation. This is going horribly and in his head. This is actually going well. You know what yeah. I mean, like because he's a kind of an awkward guy. Yeah. I, I,
1: agree. A, I I only I, watched like three or four skits, and I thought he did okay. He
2: did do
3: okay.
1: I mean, you expect you don't expect greatness out of
3: the guest. The guest, no, you don't, as, and
1: you don't expect greatness out of like a billionaire rocket guy. No
3: way. Yeah, and I
1: thought he lived up to those expect you know those lowered expectations.
3: Yeah, yeah, I I, and I yeah. All right, when we come back, um, and I had to yeah. When we come back,
1: I have a minute of his monologue i could play maybe some parts of that um quarantine conversation yep. uh, skit or whatever you guys whatever you want to hear and i have hulu I could, we could play the whole show yeah. okay, well, and the then, worst
3: thing that could ever happen to you when you are um, borrowing something from someone happened to me we uh, will be back to discuss that too we'll be right back Oh, she's singing it to me. You know, Rocco, I want to revisit something before we talk about Saturday Night Live. If anyone has an opinion about it, please feel free to call us, 651-641-1071. I was uncomfortable a little bit watching it. Okay. Yeah, but I'm going to let that go for a second. I mean, just um, like how he I was, was just, a bit awkward? I was cheering him on, yeah. I have to admit, and I don't even you know know this man. I felt like you, but yes. I want to revisit friday's um happy hour that we had <laughs> okay and i really felt like you guys planned it around <gasps> me um because britney skunked me basically saboteur and, and it, it's, it's, it's <laughs> <laughs> so so Rocco knows there's one thing Lori and i are horrible at and it is what Rocco
1: um finish the line right.
3: lyrics so friday's facts, happy hour was only one thing. What was it, Rocco? It was a lot of finish the line. No, he all no, of it. He Not not a lot. Today it was almost all it. Today for fun, we're just going to do finish the line for all the questions. Okay, that's what you said. <laughs> that's how he started it. So really, that was a setup in advance. So
2: let me just let me just get this straight. All weekend,
3: I you sat thought and about, thought really about how,
2: how we coming back ruined your life. <laughs> Question: Do you think Rocco knew that I happen to be freakishly good at remembering every lyric? But it's, anyone who's under fifty is. It's a. It's not only a strength; it's a weakness. I still have things in my head that were like commercials that, like I told you, that eat no subs because they are good for you. <laughs> Any coupon works. Like it's not. I'm gifted, yes, but it also is a curse. Julia. Uh, it's a blessing and a curse. It's a you... double edged sword. No, when I
3: did, I thought, Rock, who knows? That's the thing we're the worst at possible. But you know but It's
1: entertaining to hear you guys try. Oh, I did. Even... You know, when Brittany gets it right, it's not that entertaining. No, she got I
3: every agree. every single one. You know, I even thought about that
2: later. I go, I should have let you see Julius... it a little bit. You should remember no. whose name's on the show. <laughs> You know, her? that's normally the pre-show talk. Did you know we're on air? Normally she looks at me in the face and goes, just remember whose show this is, baby girl. I do, I do not.
3: I do not. <laughs> but my brother sent me something like that yesterday because Lori's husband, my brother, Casey, came over to be our fourth for pickleball yeah. after my Epic Saints tickets fail. Yeah. Um. And, and he was the missing link. And usually I am in pickleball, yeah. which meaning I'm always on the loser side. Whoever plays with me is going to lose. Yeah. And so it was him and he tumbles and rolls and goes for everything. And then every time, you know, when you serve in pickleball or on the serving side, when it comes back to you, it has to bounce. And I'd say, let it bounce. And he'd already have hit it. It's going out. He's already hit it. Yeah. Let it bounce. He's already hit it. Stay out of the kitchen. He's in the kitchen, you know, and so funny. And so he sends me a text later. You know, I was doing you a favor today. You could have at least warned uh, thing one and thing two, your boys, that to be nice to Uncle Casey and let him win one. He says, I used to do that for you.
2: (laughs) I said, oh, God. That's so funny. Funny. Yeah, Yeah. And you remind me of my mom. Because my yes.
1: <laughs> no, just full stop.
2: No, hear me out. She's obsessed with pickleball, too. And so, I have oh. I'm very triggered when you start saying, Let it out, don't let it out. Because she'll sit, I play tennis. And so, like, right. I get I want to get everything. And she's like, yes. You gotta let it. you gotta dink, Brittany. <laughs> and so, I literally mean that in the way that, like, I really don't care that
3: much, but my brother needed to know the rules. He was new. You sound just like my mom. All right, fine. He's doing it for your own good. <laughs> All right, fine. Fine. All right, so Elon, here's a little bit about um, from his um, opening dialogue or whatever you Monologue. Call it. Monologue. The dialogue of the monologue.
4: I'd first like to share with you my vision for the future. I believe in a renewable energy future. I believe that humanity must become a multi-planetary space-bearing civilization. Those seem like exciting goals, don't they? No. Now, I think if I just posted that on Twitter, I'd be fine. But I also write things like 69 days after 420, again, haha. I don't know, I thought it was funny. That's why I wrote haha at the end. Look, I know I sometimes say or post strange things, but that's just how my brain works. To anyone I've offended, I just want to say I reinvented electric cars and I'm sending people to Mars in a rocket ship. <laughs> did, <laughs> did you think I was also gonna be a chill normal dude?
2: And this is when you did that cute like look around. Mm. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Joke I didn't get hmm. the one about OJ. No, no, oh gosh, no, no, that was that was a bit much. I thought, no, that it's 69 days after 420, and I posted, hot what does that mean? I know 420 means dash a weed day, but what, yeah, well, 69 have like the of, sex have you heard of 69, yeah, it's just yeah. like two, two silly numbers, numbers oh. together, okay, and he would have know 314, it. you know, or something. That's three point one four pi or something, and I don't know. I just the sixty nine after four twenty. haha. I think it's just showing how immature he's a very he's like a, how he ins, thinks he's a genius, that but he, he can counted also the be, days that he knew that. All right, I get it. He's
2: like a genius, but he can make a really corny, silly, dumb over, joke. That went over my head. No, because I think you were looking, and I get that because you were looking into it for being more. But I think he was just trying to show that, like, he's a goof. He's yeah. a goof. And but
3: can you imagine how his brain works? That would hurt. That would hurt to have that much stuff in
2: there. Also, you realize how small. <laughs> All of the cast members are because he just looked like a, a he's giant. a tall guy he has shoulders for yeah. days yeah well i mean all in all i'd have to say like i think he did a great job yeah all right and i think it's both fun it's funny that we both were nervous for him like we had that nervous energy about right. him doing well right um but yeah i i do want to know i want like i would want to know like why did he do it in a sense for his own goal just to tack it off because he can so it's like another adventure well and
1: he's had kind of a year and this is why it was kind of controversial is because he's kind of been a covid denier even oh, though he has got he? it
2: yeah the mask thing he wouldn't wear a mask uh, well.
1: and he's kind of posted stuff on twitter that. and he was kind of the bad guy and remember when the kids were stuck in the uh, underground uh, cave in thailand mm-hmm. and He wasn't very helpful. He tried to be helpful, and then he wasn't helpful. And then when somebody else saved him, then he called that guy a pedophile. And, you know, he's done some jerky things. And he's kind of like an evil Bond villain Ah, billionaire. He's probably listening right now, and I'm going to be on his list. Well,
3: when everything shuts off in two seconds, we'll know.
1: Yeah. But, you know, I mean, he sort of needed a rehab. I mean, he's got his fanboys, uh, you know, people that are so into Tesla, and they can't get enough, and they can't wait to get to Mars. But I think there's really? a lot of people that don't like him, and I think he needed a, a uh, bit of a rehab, sure. and 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 I think a lot of people were saying SNL is doing this again. They did this to Trump, and look what happened there. And you know, they just is
3: Elon running for president now? Well,
1: he might. I mean, he's kind of wanting to take over the world and like lead us to Mars, right?
3: Jeez, I'm not going. You're not going to not Mars. Going. It takes like eight years. To get there, I really would age out. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I would be retired by the time I got there. I remember
1: making a promo for you and Lori once, where you didn't want to go into space because you thought it would make your boobs droop. or
2: something. <laughs> oh yeah, all <laughs> well, like,
3: oh, that re-entry,
1: man, our boobs would be flattened. <laughs> oh.
2: Or maybe it'll be a plus. Like maybe it'll make like
3: I. That is just you know some people really have different like little things on their hit list. Yeah, I I do. Uh, No, it's just not my thing. I just, there's so many other things. You know, I even thought after watching My Octopus Teacher, you know, the best documentary, I thought, because I've been so, I was so afraid to snorkel. And then I finally snorkeled. And then I was still afraid because I, then I remembered I could just stand up. Mm -hmm. And that made that a little better. Yeah, that's nice. And then, but I thought scuba diving kind of looks interesting after seeing that octopus thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it looks beautiful. Like, so... For some reason, I like to, you know, have my feet on some sort of a ground. I don't care if it's mountain or beach, but you know, so going up or traveling around the space just has never done it for me.
2: I could see that. because I guess
3: it was never even part of our thought process growing up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like
1: right, but if we run out of water and stuff, we here, run out we of need water somewhere else. Right, we might have to. Damn.
3: Well, we I hope people take have care fun. Of the earth. Thank you, Rocco. Yes. Thank you, Waco. That Do you want to go off on a little Earth? That little <laughs> you want to tell earth? us yeah, how yeah, we want yeah. like, to give us just, a little Earth statement? protect our
1: home. We I agree. We have one home until we can live on Mars. And we, that might, that I'm going to leave a that option might for other, on other people. The way there.
4: And that's another mm-hmm. reason
1: why people don't like Elon Musk because he doesn't seem to care about it, those of us who are going to die on our way to Mars. Right. But he was somewhat funny on SNL, so win, there we win. go.
3: Win, all right. Win. We gave him more. That's the most we've ever talked about that man on our show ever, and now we're done. Huzzah! Right, huzzah! <laughs> when we come back, there is a question, and I want to know the adequate etiquette around it. And I feel like this is a very heated question.